If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Commencing audio-visual functions. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tooncast Beyond, episode 82. It was recorded months ago, I think question mark? I don't know. I'm, of course, TFG and Mike, your humble host. Thank you to everyone who is stuck with me and the hosts, the other co-hosts on this journey of Tooncast Beyond from 2011 until last year. 2018 is the actual end date for Tooncast Beyond. We wanted to have this episode out November 5th, 2018, or November 12th, 2018, because those are both big dates in the Back to the Future franchise. Please enjoy Steve Megatron and I, as we are sick, talking about Back to the Future, the animated series, to wrap up Tooncast Beyond. Welcome to the final episode of Tooncast Beyond. This is episode 82. I'm, of course, TFG and Mike. Joining me is Steve Megatron. What the hell are you doing here? I came back from the future. Uh-huh. 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 You see what I did there? Uh-huh. See? See what I did? Uh-huh. Uh, so we are here, folks, and it has been a long journey. <sighs> Tooncast Beyond started in 2011. It's been eight years that we went beyond, and damn, we only got to 82 episodes on this part of the series. <laughs> and you know what? Now we've got to go back in time. <laughs> yes, that's true. We'll talk about that more at the end. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of announcements to announce for Tooncast. Uh, which it's just going to be Tooncast now. It's not classic, it's not beyond, it's just plain old Tooncast. Uh, the Facebook page, if you go over there, it's Tooncast all tunes all the time. So, because they 
made me make it longer, which is fine. I understand, and obviously it distinguishes it, and whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's been a while since I've done an episode of Tooncast. The last episode was the final episode for the X-Men reviews that we had done. Um, since that time, Optimus Solo and I, we haven't rekindled our nightly four or five hour craft to schedule thing, but we've come up with ideas in the last six, seven, eight months, however the hell long it's been since episode 81 and whatever the hell your PU people are listening to this now, because I honestly have no idea when I'm going to edit this and flip it online. I have no clue. I just want to get the damn thing recorded, get it done and move on. So there's a lots of ideas, lots of stuff coming for Tooncast. Uh, we are here, as we've been joking and saying, Back to the Future, the animated series, is going to be our final episode here on the Tooncast Beyond feed. We may put out the new announcement episode of Tooncast coming back on Beyond feed, but after that, folks, you're going to have to go back to that original Tooncast Beyond feed. So any new listeners that listen to Tooncast Beyond... You're going to have to go back to the original Tooncast feed for all the other new stuff. Back to the Future, the animated series. Ah, joy. This happened between 91 and 92, had two seasons. Uh, obviously, Back to the Future created by Robert Zemeckis, Bob Gale. Uh, three films, one, two, and three, 85, 88, and 89? No, 89 and 90, I think. I don't know. One of them things. One of them years. Yeah, 89 and 90 for two and three. Um, we have been covering the Back to the Future comics in IDW. Optimus Soul and I still have to finish that off, but we have been covering those. Those are very cool. This series is interesting. Do you remember watching this back in the early 90s? I vaguely remember it. So... I remember watching it. What I remember about this more than anything else is Doc Brown impersonating Bill Nye. Not really, but I could have sworn Bill Nye was before. No, nope. uh, I know if he's he, not. He debuted here. I understand that. Yes, but I swear I saw Bill Nye before I saw this. Obviously, I'm wrong about that. Um, so you have uh, Christopher Lloyd coming back for the live action segments. Uh, there's live action mixed in with the animation, sort of like Fraggle Rock. Uh, Fraggle Rock used to do the live actions with the old man and Sprocket, his dog, and then that would go down into the kind of cartoon-like, puppet-like world of the Fraggles and the Doozers and all that. Um, Back to the Future of the Animated Series, I love this, but at the same time, it's so episode of the week. It really feels that way to me. How did you feel about this, watching this back? It was very formulaic. It, very much like, you know, anything else you'd watch, like Magic School Bus or, you know, some of those other shows like that. Yeah. It, it was kind of like, all right, we're into the same run we had last week, different mission, but it's the same game. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really not any different, though, than, like, the Mario Brothers show that kind of came out where you had yeah. like the the front you you had the actors in the beginning and the end and then it was pretty much the same kind of yeah. cookie cutter setup throughout the whole thing yeah that's kind of a better example than my fraggle rock i didn't think about mario there for a minute um but yeah i mean you have uh christopher lloyd coming back in the live action segments you've got uh, mary steenburgen and thomas f wilson 
reprising their roles as Clara and Biff, respectively. Um, we've actually interviewed the voice of Jules Brown, one of the uh, children, voiced by Josh Keaton. So we got to get Josh back on for a new interview because I did not know he played that voice in this role. Um, basically, the show centers around the adventures of the Brown family, where the movies movies centered around the McFly family. And this one's all about the Brown family and the adventures that Doc and the kids and Clara all come into. And Mari's kind of along for the ride. Um, I, what I love the most about this is them using Biff Tannen as, you know, Thomas F. Wilson's uh, career as a stand-up comedian kind of a thing at the end of every episode with him telling a joke specific to that episode. I love those. Those are hilarious. That is that is funny, though. And he's, you know, and what's funny about him now is he's playing a uh, time traveler uh, type thing on, on Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. He plays Nate's dad on Legends of Tomorrow, yep. It's so funny. Somebody, uh, my buddy Desmond Reddick, uh, who runs uh, Dread Media over on Earth2.net, the, the sh- uh, Earth-the-number2.net website, um, he posted an image of uh, on Facebook of James Hetfield, lead singer of Metallica, and he wrote this, you know, post about it thing. But the image, I swear, James Hetfield could be a stand-in for for uh, alternate timeline Biff from eight from alternate 85 and in back to the future too i swear it looks just like him oh god um i don't have a specific episode favorite for this one uh i'll say that out of the first season because there's two seasons of 13 episodes uh the first season i kind of like einstein's adventure because we don't really see a lot of um the dog uh kind of thing uh, and it's the only story in the series that does not have a science segment following it. The Bill Nye segment following the story Time Waits for No Frog actually serves as the linking device between that story and Einstein's adventure. Um, do you have favorite episodes from either one of the seasons? or yeah, Not really, just because it's like, like you said, kind of a lot of it's just formulaic. I do love the fact that some of the original actors and actresses came back. Uh, and they got some people to sound pretty close, but other than that, like it, it, it's very much a product of its time. It's it's almost akin to um, when they had like uh, revivals of of other series or movies, you know, talk like um, Police Academy or Saved by the Bell or, or instances like that, or you know, mm. uh, something translating from another medium. And, and trying to reprise it on television, and it, it just doesn't really do it all that much. I mean, I, I think like the Magic School Bus is like a better uh, representation of this type of of media for for what they're for what they're going for here. Yeah, I mean, I like the informational segments of of Doc Brown. I think that was cool. Um, I like the way that Doc would transition from the cartoon, either going to it or coming back from it. Um, I do like the cartoons themselves. I just felt rewatching it X number of years later, 25 
whatever it is, years later, 26, 27, um, that it wasn't what I, it wasn't what the inner five-year-old in me really wanted to see. Because while this does take place out, it does follow the, it, the events of it do happen after the third film, but it, it's in its own timeline is what Bob Gale has said. This and the comics and whatever else, while they're all in the same universe, they don't directly link up to the three films that were Back to the Future. Um, they might make references, they might show various things from that, but it's not, it's its own thing. And I like that they did it at the time. Going back and watching it, I pretty much binge-watched the first... See, I watched 13 episodes in, like, two and a half days. Um, that's a lot of Back to the Future in two days. Uh, and uh, I did enjoy it, but overall, even though I actually bought the DVD set, because it finally came out on DVD a couple of years ago with the... Um, the newer uh, Blu-ray version of the movies. Um, and I like having the DVD set. Is it something that I'm going to go back to often enough? Probably not. The only time I'm probably going to go back is when I grab clips for this podcast. The DVD does have several bonus features on it. It has Drawn to the Future, new interview with co-creator, executive producer Bob Gale, writer-producer John Ludden on the making of the series. Back to the Future the Animated Series Revisited, a look back at the creation of the series with the members of the original animation team. And it's got galleries and storyboards and that kind of stuff. Um, I love having it. I think it's super cool. Um, the cartoon itself, though... Uh, Very dated. It is. And we said at the beginning of this that it felt very formulaic. What it also did was it referenced everything under the sun. There was an episode about, you know, going back to the prehistoric age, or there was this, or there was that. And I understand it's it's their it's their adventures. It's the Von Brown or the, or the Brown family adventures kind of thing, but some of the cheesiness of it is a little much. Uh I will say that Kudos to them if they couldn't get um, Christopher Lloyd to do the voice for Doc Brown. Getting Homer Simpson is just as good. I mean, Dan Castellaneta as as Doc, the animated version of Doc Brown, that was good. Uh, David Kaufman, who I know is the Jimmy Olsen of the DC animated universe, uh, he does a fairly good Michael J. Fox impression. Yeah, it, and there, there's been a couple of people that have done it um, over the years, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it, either way, it's still tough to play somebody that's actually a person. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's one thing to play, like, to mimic another animated character, but it's still, I mean, it's still difficult, but it, to, to match somebody's, like, actual voice mm. is a bit more difficult. Oh, yeah, it is. And Dan Castellaneta does and does not really match Christopher Lloyd's voice. He it It's good enough. It's not as good as, say, your Beast Wars Megatron to David Kay, who did the voice himself for Beast Wars way back when. But it's good enough where it almost fools you. Um, 
I, I do enjoy the series. I think the series is a fun little romp. Um, but as an overall cartoon continuation of Back to the Future, it has all the characters and everything else. It just I wish the plots were a little different. Um, I wish maybe we went to that alternate 1985 again or something like that, or maybe an alternate 2015 or whatever. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Back to the Future, the animated series, absolutely dig it. Um, do wish there was a little more to it, but it's a fun little thing. It's a fun little gem for anyone who has seen the movies and wants more Back to the Future. I would recommend at least trying one or two of the episodes, or even skipping around, because it's not like these episodes are in any kind of continuity order or anything like that. Yeah, and, and and that's all well and fine. Like it's it's still in a product of its time. It's an old animated series, and it it's still you know maintained by the creators. Yep. Do you like retro cartoons? Then Saturday Morning Rewind is the podcast for you. Join them each month as they talk about classic cartoons and interview legendary voice actors like Jim Cummings. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Corey Burton. Sometimes toys can be so funny. Rob Paulson. Sure, Rain, but how are we going to find chaps our size? Nancy Cartwright and many more. Eat my shorts. So grab a bowl of Lucky Charms. Put on your hammer pants. Go to SaturdayMorningRewind.com. And be prepared to feel like a kid again. Once again, that's SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Saturday Morning Rewind was voted best podcast ever by its host, Tim Nidell. So it's got to be good. It's Showtime Synergy. The latest review podcast from the GeekCast Radio Network is here. So join TFG1 Mike, Nicole Hailstorm, and myself, Lady Wreck, as we will be reviewing all 65 episodes of Joe and the Holograms in a 25-episode-long podcast. You can find Showtime Synergy on iTunes and GeekCastRadio.com. We are the truly outrageous podcast that you want to be listening to. On the Simplistic Reviews podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk... Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spot sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. So, as I said, and I know this is a very short episode here, folks. Um, I've, I've been sick. My wife's been under the weather. Steve has all his stuff going on and whatever else. So it's kind of short on Back to the Future. But I didn't want to drag this out too long because you really just have to watch this for yourselves and see how 90s cheese, how much 90s cheese it has in it. Um, as far as Tooncast, we're not going to reveal everything here because that's uh, the point of the next episode that'll happen. We're actually going to go back to the original numbering. We're going to pull a Marvel, go back to the original numbering, because this, even though it's episode 82 on Tooncast Beyond, it's actually the overall 229th episode of Tooncast in the last 10 years. 
Um, Tooncast has never... We've taken hiatuses, but it has never been on a permanent break. The original idea for the podcast uh, way back when, when Steve and I were coming up with a network and whatever else, is that I would go 100 episodes, and it would take two years. It ran from June 1st to June 1st, uh, 2009 to 2011. Um... And then I think June 10th, or I forget whichever date it was for Tooncast Beyond Startup. Tooncast Beyond started in 2011, like a month or so, or whatever it was, after Tooncast Classic ended. And it's 10 years later. We're older, we're wiser. We have a different idea of how to cover cartoons, and it will basically encompass all cartoons that we would have done separate review shows for, uh, everything. It's not, like, as much as Steve and I enjoyed doing his little baby Legends of the Dark Knight, Batman may show up on Tooncast at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's all-encompassing. The only thing it probably will not encompass is the Transformers cartoons, because those belong on all things Transformers. Um, or... TFG2 or whatever. Uh, We are going to be doing two different types of episodes. One would be a weekly, like, animated film episode that would air on Saturday because of Saturday morning cartoons kind of thing. The other part of the episodes that we're going to be doing, and we'll talk further into this uh, next time around, and you'll hear episode 230 on June 1st this year, as long as Optimus Solo and I can get it recorded. We're going to be bringing you the Aftertoons weekday afternoons. That's all I'm going to say about it, but basically, cartoon podcasts five days a week. Uh, You'll get more details on that in the future. Yes, we are crazy. Yes, I am hoping to have at least 50 episodes banked before June 1st. That way, the rest of the year, I can just edit and publish and not have to worry about recording from week to week. Um, there will be, well, hopefully, if Steve agrees to this, there will be all brand new art for all this stuff and everything else. Uh, we've had some new art made up already, but that may or may not change. Depends on what we talk about after the show. Uh, thank you to everybody who has listened to Tooncast Beyond for the past seven, eight years, whatever it's been, nine, something like that. Um, no, it would be eight, actually, because it started to, duh, mm-hmm. math. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening to Tooncast Beyond for the last eight years. It has been a blast. I want to thank all the co-hosts that were on here with me. Optimus Solo was kind of MIA, but that gave me the chance to bring on other people and get other opinions. Um, there was only one episode... <laughs> I kind of feel like he's the geek of Todd from the original Tooncast. There was one episode that we had Chuck Dog on, which was the Superhero Squad show, and then he never came back after that. I don't know what happened to that guy. Uh, <laughs> Alternate dimension episode. Yes, exactly. Uh, I think I think Thanos snapped his finger on him. <laughs> um, seriously, though. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody who has left iTunes reviews on the Tooncast Beyond page on iTunes. Thank you to everyone who has ever sent in emails or voicemails, even though there haven't been many over the years. Um, 
I do this because I want to do it, but I also do it because I'm hoping somebody out there might have the same opinion as me besides the people that I'm talking with uh, kind of a thing. And I'm looking forward to the future and seeing what the DeLorean brings me. Awesome, awesome. Yes, do you have any final thoughts, any memories of Beyond? I remember when we started and we covered a lot of superhero movies. Yeah, see, originally Tooncast Beyond was going to have nine seasons and they were all going to be themed. And and the DeLorean episodes. Yep. Those are those are my favorites. Yeah, they were. Yeah, very very cool. Yeah, the DeLorean episodes were a way for us to continue Tooncast and covering all the old cartoons. Meanwhile, Tooncast Beyond was whenever tune whenever cartoons were. Exactly. So, and that kind of will continue as we go forward in time. I don't. I know Optimus Solo is going to come back for episode two thirty. I know he and I have got this new, like I said, five day a week thing we, we're going to be doing and and everything else. So his enjoyment and interest is renewed. So he's going to be back as pretty much full time host. There may be other guest hosts. I'm not sure yet. I hope everyone gives it a listen and checks out the uh, the new format here. I think that's going to do it. I think um, so too. Yeah. Um. Like I said. A little under the weather. I'm, I'm kind of stressed out about my wife right now, so with the medical stuff that she's got going on. So thank you for listening to Tooncast Beyond. We hope you to continue to listen to Tooncast as it returns later this year, celebrating ten years of Tooncast, ten years of the Geekcast Radio Network. For now, I am TFG and Mike with Steve Megatron Phillips. You can find us on Twitter at TFG and Mike and at SCP21. Also follow at Geekcast Radio and at GCRN Tunecast. Unleash the tune in you, and we will catch you next time. See you in the future. Hey, 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 hey don't be a butthead.